Hey everyone, and welcome to Already Cancelled. I am Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about Star Trek, the original series, season 3, episode 3. It's called The Paradise Syndrome. So, full spoilers for the episode, as always. Uh, so, we're, we're in season 3, of course, and we have a, there's a reputation for season 3, which is that it's more bad episodes than good. Uh, and we had a good episode last time, so <laughs> I came into this assuming that we're probably going to get a bad one. Um... Yeah, and at first I'm I'm like okay, all right. So we got this obelisk in the in this planet. Although I had to laugh out loud at one point yeah. because I know where you're going with this. I I, I I think is it McCoy who says what were the chances of another planet if you know evolving with such similar you know plant life and whale life to uh, Earth? And, and Spock's like, oh, astronomical. And I'm like, not what in this are you show. It's not about you visited like forty of the bastards. <laughs> yeah, every other episode we're on a planet that's just like Earth. We do this over and over again. The, you cannot tell me that. Now the funny thing is, is that later on in this episode they actually offer a reason as to why there's so many human-like people all over the yeah. the universe. That is actually insane to me. That this episode actually kind of tries to explain it in a weird way. Which you know what? I'll give them points. I'll give them points. We'll get to that in a minute. But I'll give them points for that. So. Of course, though, when, when they find a primitive culture, and not only is it just a random primitive culture, it's based on an Earth culture. It's the Native Americans that they find. I went, oh no. <laughs> mm-hmm. what, what are we doing here? What are we going to do with this episode? And then we get to... So the plot of this episode is that Kirk ends up stranded on this planet with the Native Americans with amnesia. And they think he's a god because he knows CPR. Yeah. Well, firstly, because he walks out of the, the chamber where the, the obelisk is, but then, then he proves it to them by using CPR. And they think he's a god. And they dress him like a Native American. And he gets married and even impregnates a woman from this tribe. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, uh, Spock and McCoy and the rest of the crew are on the Enterprise. Basically, the reason why they were here in the first place is because there's an asteroid heading for this planet. And their plan is to divert this asteroid, to blast it into a different path so that it saves the planet. Uh, so they have to leave and go do that because they've got a limited window. They have to come back for Kirk later, come back yeah. and find him. So that's essentially what the, the thing is. It ends up being a longer time than necessary, though. Spock fires on this asteroid so much that it actually damages the warp drive. So they have to come back on regular power, which takes months. I think I think it was like fifty eight weeks or something like that. They said specifically, but uh, you know, so so months and months. So Kirk is there with amnesia, living this life for a while. Yeah, and... this covers a good chunk of their five years, doesn't it? <laughs> it actually, it does in a weird way. Um, for you know, for some reason, in my head, I think it was like a couple of months, but maybe it was fifty eight days, not fifty eight weeks. Maybe I'm... I thought for some reason I'm thinking about two months. Yeah, so fifty eight days sounds a bit more, you know, in yeah. that ballpark. Yeah, uh, that's just my memory playing tricks on me, but. So yeah, so he's there for a couple of months and he impregnates this woman and they get there and it turns out this obelisk, this is where I'm going with the explanation as to, you know, why there's people all over the galaxy who look like human beings is there was a species called the Preservers and they built this thing and they actually brought people when they thought they were in danger of being extinct and took them to another planet where they could thrive and that's maybe why these people are like this. Maybe they came from Earth. You know, originally their, their ancestors came yeah, from I Earth. Yeah, I think that's the implication, is is they came from Earth. They were early Native Americans. Yeah. So, you know, I, we don't know how far back it went, obviously. I'm still going to dispute the fact that they're all speaking English as well as they are, and, you know, the way that everyone else does. But, you know, whatever, yeah. TV show. I mean, tra- translator. Universal translator, it's fine. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> don't question it. 
I've not questioned it. I'll just, just bring it up. Just point it out. But it, I'm like, okay, so is that the? Because and I think Spock even brings up. I wonder if that's why we've seen so many planets with humanoid people on them. And I'm like, ah, oh, okay. You know what? I'll accept that you're trying to kind of retcon this a little bit and say, okay, this is why maybe there are so many human-like people on so many planets. Okay, yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, and, it's good enough. Yeah, and honestly, it's the most interesting part of this episode is that revelation. Yeah, yeah, I think it's. I somewhat enjoy the the Spark McCoy stuff on the ship. Oh, that is that is definitely the better half. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, oh, oh, don't get me wrong. Between the two, it's easily the better half. I don't think yeah. it's great though. I think it's all right. Yeah, it's okay. Obviously, Spock's like, no, we need to do this, and Scotty's getting all frantic. He's like, ah, that's Vulcan won't be happy till he's you know melted the entire you know engineering deck. Yeah, yeah, no. Oh, that's it's it's all right. It's not oh, great. It's fine. But yeah, it's, it's all right. But it's better than the downright bad that the Kirk plot is. Where they're worshiping the white man and calling him a god, and it feels. What really is it? What is it? They call him Kirk. No, he calls himself Kirk because he he's he's vaguely kind of he's like because they ask him his name and he's like Kirk. Kurok, and they're like Kurok, you're Kurok, and they call him Kurok yeah. from then on. The whole thing, like every time we deal with a primitive culture, it's bad. It's especially bad when it's one that's just a, a culture we had on Earth. You know, it's just you know, it's based on a, an it's actual culture. Yeah, uh, that makes it just feel a little bit worse. It's, and it's so- always tedious when Kirk actually falls for one of these people. Oh yeah, when he falls in love with someone, uh, you know, it's just, it's just super awkward when you're watching the scenes and. A lot of it's like them just watching and like as if they're bewildered by his magic because you know he's doing CPR because he put you know, the boy comes out he's drowning and the, the healer of the tribes like no 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 he is dead and Kirk's like no I think I know how to fix this and he starts doing CPR and they're all just kind of watching and like this is magical like you know they're just like bewildered by how amazing he is and all of it just feels I don't know it just it doesn't it doesn't work and then of course you have the healer who was meant to be married to this woman who becomes jealous and then tries to prove that he's not a god repeat you know he cuts him at one point it's a god that bleeds and then like, he's, he's a false god and we actually it's actually a really dark ending because the pregnant you know wife of kirk gets stoned to death she jumps in to sort of try and save him when he's being stoned by these people because basically this obelisk is meant to like you know destroy asteroids it's there to do that and yeah. That's ultimately how we do it, because uh, Kirk and Spock eventually get it working. But he can't open it, and they start storing him, and she jumps in. So we actually end this episode with his pregnant wife dying with child via stoning. It's actually well, we, could, pretty... we couldn't have a, a Kirk kid running around, could we? Couldn't have one of them loose on the universe. Well, not until Ratha can. <clears throat> uh, so, <laughs> so, no, so, so she, uh, she, she dies, and we actually end the episode that... Because the, the, normally the, the the first like credits come up when the, we get we get a shot of the ship flying through space and it'll come up you know produced by yeah. right you now here we get like a really somber the credits start coming up as he's holding her body as he's crying and I'm like damn this is a dark ending yeah yeah I think it would have more impact if I gave a shit about her <laughs> it would yes instead she's clearly a character who's not going to survive till another episode so I mean even if she was going to survive we were never going to see her again so it didn't really oh, matter oh sure yeah yeah. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. It, like, everyone feels very throwaway. Uh, they, they don't do anything to make it feel like. Because again, it feels like archetypes we've seen time and time again of people who are bewildered by you know the spaceman and all of his knowledge and technology. We've, we've seen this yeah. over and over. And, and is, isn't it really convenient that the words to get into the obelisk were just Kirk to Enterprise? Well, I don't think it is though. I actually I, I took that as it's Scotty's response because in both times Scotty responds with uh, something. So I was actually snickering to myself, thinking, "Oh, it's the Scottish accent." That's what done it. 
Oh, do you think? I don't, I don't, maybe, maybe it was the combination of the two. It may have been the combination, yeah. Uh, bo- I wasn't sure if Scotty said the same thing both times. But both times it was, uh, uh, you know, whatever he said, I, I'm here, Captain, or whatever. Uh, both times it was after Scotty spoke that it finally opened. So it may be a combination. It may just be Scotty, I don't know. Yeah, uh, okay. But that almost made me laugh, though, because like, Spock figures out, oh, it's all the, all the carvings, they're, they're musical, it's music notes. It's the right combination of like you know tone and you know ups and downs that's going to open it. And I, I almost thought it was funny that you know Kirk says the exact same thing, but it's actually Scotty's response that. <laughs> okay. okay. Does it? I'm with, I'm with you. It may not be, but that's just how I kind of I, I took it. Uh, t- typical Scotsman. Taking credit. Well, you know. Yeah. Hey, well, Scottish people did invent TV and the telephone. No, 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 no. That, that was not. a British person. I'll have you know. <laughs> uh, most of the best inventions are Scottish. So. No, uh, no. When they're good, they're British. That's this is how this is the rule. The bake. Yeah, you can keep that one. I don't give a shit about the bike. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the, the first good use of the wheel, yes. Uh, you, you, you say good. I say passable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, so... Um, aye. So, so, honestly, I mean, it wasn't the worst episode, okay? Like, I mean, I, I'm kind of slamming on it a bit hard. Like I say, the whole explanation for why there's humanoids all over the galaxy, okay, that's kind of cool. Um... But again, and it's not the worst primitive culture episode by a male. Uh, Honestly, this episode, if this didn't have the Kirk plot and we just followed the others on the ship. Oh, trying to avoid the, yeah. See see if it was just like Kirk and maybe like someone stayed in the the obelisk trying to figure out how to make it work and it was just about trying to make that work and then the others try to destroy the thing and then they had to like... Even Even if Kirk still goes missing... And oh. we don't learn, we don't see what happens. We just we just come back and we're like, you know, we we're with Spock. Once they're like, no, no, we haven't got time to look for Kirk now. We can come back for him. Don't show us Kirk again until the end. Yeah, it'd almost be really funny to have a whole episode where Spock has to be the leader, and we don't see Kirk for most of it. That would right. have been interesting. Yeah, come back at the end. Still, uh, still pretend it all happened. Uh, everything happened the way it did. We get back and Kirk still, you know, memory gone. He's he's, he's with the Native Americans. All that still happened. We just didn't see any of it. Yeah, that definitely be better, for, at least for us. Better for because yeah. that's the thing. We've we've done the primitive culture thing so much on Star Trek. Yeah. Uh, it's just become a running joke. Primitive cultures and the godlike figure. Um, and interestingly, in this episode, Kirk is the godlike yeah, figure. Yeah, I was, was going to mention that earlier, then, and then forgot. <laughs> uh, but not really, of course. I mean, he's he's constantly saying that he does he can't do things, and they're like, "No, you did this thing. It's magical." Uh, <laughs> and it just, oh, it's yeah. All of that is just tedious to get through, um, and it feels insensitive to a point because you're like, yeah, again, you're you're like, oh, the he, he's so advanced that he makes all these people feel like they're watching God's work, like, yeah. you know, it just it feels just kind of yeah, poor taste, yeah. and I'm I'm not I'm just not into these types of episodes, and and that's I, the thing, it's not an all episode though, it's it's one plot is that oh sure yeah, and the other stuff is definitely better. Yeah, it's not like I say. It's not the best it's been, but, but here's the thing though. We said we, we, we've been saying half. It's not really. It's not fifty fifty. It's more like seventy thirty. It is. Yeah, yeah. and the seventies the, the the Kirk plot, uh, and yeah, and you, you you don't really feel anything for the romance because she just saw him as a god and instantly went, oh, I'm going to be with him instead because he's he's a better healer than you are, and there's you know, there's not a real reason to care about them as a as a. I I, I will say I really laughed is you know the, the, they can't get into the obelisk because mm-hmm. the guy who Kirk's replacing the 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 medicine man, mm-hmm. his his father was supposed to you know tell tell him the you know the, the, secret. The, the, the secret phrase to get in, and 
never did because he didn't trust him and then died. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, you know, you, you, you kept this for generations. And then the one time you actually need it, just conveniently, oh, yeah, we forgot that, like, you know, 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's a wonky episode. I, it's not the worst, though. It's, it's kind of like... I'm seeing elements of things I like. Uh, one of the, the one of the positive points to saying, okay, this is exactly like Earth, is that they get to just go and film outside, so it doesn't feel like a bad set or anything. It's just you know, it's actual forest and stuff. No, no, it's true. And, it's, and, it... and to be fair, I thought the obelisk itself looked quite good for what it was. Like just yeah. they they put this big. I don't know if you quite call it a set. Is it? Is, I think it's more of a prop than a set, but it's so big that. <laughs> yeah, I think it's still a prop. Yeah, uh, obviously the interior is a set, but the yes, yeah, the. I, I did quite like the design of it. Mm. It's one of those classic things, actually. If a if a actor touches something, it's a prop and not set dressing. But if they don't touch it, it's set dressing. That's the distinction. Oh, uh, this is definitely touched. Arguably, uh, it doesn't really matter that much because you you have to assume that sometimes on sets, like actors will improvise and just grab something they weren't supposed to. So does that technically mean that even though it was meant to be set dressing, it's now a prop? Like yeah, yeah, exactly. Just because they picked up a phone they weren't supposed to pick up, like. Oh, we have yeah. to! Oh no, we have to reclass. We have to pay someone else for that now. It's a, <laughs> it's a prop. Uh, I mean, sure. <laughs> but, but hey, I, so I don't know. Like, if this is going to be the, the the baseline quality for the season, it's not going to be that hard to get through because it wasn't a, it wasn't super tedious. But no, no, it was just because it's just I, not very good, is it? I, I think I think when I saw the Native Americans, I went, "Oh God!" And I was expecting something that was even worse than we actually got. As it is, it's kind of. Yeah, murky, treading old ground, a bit insensitive, uh, and not super interesting. But there were some other good qualities to it, and it, it never necessarily went quite as far. And I have to give them credit, at least the ending was actually really dark when I stopped and thought about it. I went, wait a minute, his pregnant wife just got killed. Yeah, yeah, no. Like, credit, credit. Uh, I, I don't think, it's, it's just not a very good episode. It's not offensively bad, it's just it's very middle ground. It's like, okay, ideas we've seen before done all this before yeah you know, a lot of what we've done before with a few really interesting things and, uh, and of course the one thing we haven't done before is this idea of some like super advanced culture left this thing to protect them and they moved them here and you know beyond just the explanation as to why there's humanoids that's just that's the interesting part because okay so we're not this is not godlike we're not we're not talking about a godlike race necessarily we're just talking about an advanced culture and it's kind of the mystery of it of like okay they left this thing like this is far more interesting than a godlike being being like oh i can control everything poof you're yeah no, you're no it's obviously they're called the preservers but this is literally just oh uh, wildlife preservation oh okay they're dying out well, oh, yeah. let's pop somewhere uh, safe you could almost compare it to the engineers and like the alien you know in prometheus to, you know uh, yeah, but yeah. better left unseen that that's the thing where it works in alien but not in prometheus is like it's just you know it's a mystery like, you, you don't see it you just like oh so you have this ancient thing you don't know quite what it is you, just can, you can only make some guesses based on what you're seeing mm. uh and of course like spock tries to figure things out and whatnot uh, i would uh, like to come back to this idea though yeah, I, I did like that Spock was kind of cheeky. Like McCoy's like, they have to get armed guards to force you to rest because you've been working and not, you know, not eating, not sleeping. You've been working too hard. And Spock goes and lies in the bed, but as soon as Spock leaves his room, he just gets back up. Yeah, yeah. McCoy comes and says, I told you to sleep. He's like, No, you told me to rest. <laughs> and there's, there's a good distinction. You can rest without sleeping. Yeah, yeah. You can. You can. Definitely. Uh, but hey, so. Uh, so, no, it's, it's, a, it's not as bad as Spock's brain. De- definitely oh not, god no not amongst the worst episodes of the show but not particularly good either but one or two good ideas that were kind of interesting to yeah. bring up so 
Uh, so there you go. That's episode three. So we'll be back next week with episode four. Uh, here's hoping for a winner, but we'll see. Uh, but yeah, so that's the episode three. So let us know what you thought of this one in the comments. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on the Twitters at mail underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, head over to patreon.com slash TV and you can do that over there. There's a link in the description, but otherwise that is us. So thank you once again for watching. Keep watching TV and we'll see you next time.